Welcome to Gifts from Global Baptists, Stories Engaging Churches in Conversation, a production of the Baptist World Alliance Division on Mission, Evangelism, and Justice. Now here's our host, Trisha Miller-Mannerin. Thank you, Shannon. Today we are blessed to have Reverend Dr. Jeff Carter join us. Jeff is the new Director of Horizons Training and Congress Mobilization in a joint effort with the Baptist World Alliance and Canadian Baptist Ministries. Welcome. Thank you. For the past several years, you have served as the coordinator of youth leadership training at the European Baptist Federation. As a Canadian, how did this happen? It's an interesting question. Um, When I first went with Canadian Baptist Ministries in 2002 to Europe, uh, we were kind of an experiment. We were um, set up to go and help and assist in training youth leaders or wherever we could offer our services, but there was no real host waiting at the other side. It was very un-CBM, if I can say that, in terms of our mission. So we were uh, going really with open hands, open hearts, to say, okay, here we are, what do we do? And uh, a few months in, we were invited to the uh, gathering of the European Baptist Federation Youth and Children's Conference in, uh, in France. They were the host country at the time. And we were asked to, at that time, we were asked through a conversation if I would uh, do a research study of the needs of youth leaders in Europe and and, uh, the Middle East. And uh, through conversations with uh, the leaders of the various countries and with CBM, I launched on a research study that took about 18 months to visit the 54, not to visit physically, but to visit quite a few of the 54 countries of the EBF. And from there, um, uh, I presented a report of the needs and of these uh, different unions and what, what came out of it was there was five consistent themes falling through with the number one being a need and a cry for training and leadership development mm-hmm. um, so from there that's where I got involved in, and I was asked to be on the staff of the EBF to implement my research and uh, so I was the first Canadian to be able to work in the European Baptist Federation and it was good a distinct honor. It's been a, it was a blessing for 16 years that did, just flew by. Mm. So when you went in 2002, you, you said we. Who, who is the we? The we is my wife, Deanne, and my at that time, my son, Zachary, who was five. Uh, he's now 21, and Matthew, our youngest, is uh, 14. So we have expanded as a family, but uh, it was very much a team effort. My wife went willingly albeit uh, thinking we would be there only for a few years. And it was her first mission trip. Uh, so 16 years, it was a long mission trip. Wow, that's that's pretty neat. Yeah. And, and you did your work to build Horizons, clearly, um, with your research and visiting all the countries. Over the years, how did you see Horizons make a difference in churches and in Baptist unions in Europe, Jeff? Yeah, after after uh, a sh- probably a three-year time frame, Horizons uh, was developed because we needed to create our own program. We searched for programs high and low, but they were either too expensive, they couldn't be contextualized, or it would be just a really hard thing to do. So we developed Horizons as an in-house training program for the 54 countries. Um, and just to say, too, one of the things that came out of that was that we were asked and I was commissioned to or challenged I guess was to create something that was accessible 
um, before we used the internet to do that. It was had to be affordable. Many of our countries couldn't offense, uh, couldn't afford expensive programs. And they wanted it in their own language, which is not an easy task, but we tackled that. And uh, also, more importantly, a contextual piece, uh, something that really fit with the local culture. And so we created this uh, program. Uh, it was fairly generic, but at the same time, the contextual bit comes through the mentors, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But the mentorship um, really uh, is key to the program. And, and so anyway... Uh, but what I saw, really, I guess, from, from the, the program's impact over the years was, was this personal stories of people coming up to me. Uh, I had opportunities to go into what we call Horizons Live, which are live seminars. We developed the online program, but then we realized that there was also a need for these weekend and seminar-based um, events as well. And even seminaries would take that up as a course. So I would go and do these, these live weekends, which would take material from Horizons, and I was going back on a regular basis in some cases with some of these countries, and you would come up with alumni coming back saying, hey, this really impacted my work. I did what you said, or, or I, I read this thing in Horizon, I did this thing, and this really worked. And, you know, uh, that was the most satisfying thing, seeing the impact on a grassroots local level. Um, some unions, some Baptist unions are using Horizons as a curriculum for their whole country. Um, but it's, I think it's those personal stories and seeing the young leader uh, encouraged. Because any, um, this was the overall theme of that research study was young leaders felt uh, discouraged, lonely, uh, nobody to go to with their problems or questions because they're expected to know it all, even though they're volunteers and they've never been trained in this. So uh, that was key um, to see those young people encouraged. Uh, those leaders uh, sharing their stories. I think that was probably the most satisfying thing I ever experienced from it. Mm, that's really neat. And great to hear from alums and others who've participated. So exactly. what, what does the program really look like? You talked about some online pieces and, and the live pieces and the mentoring, but yeah. what, what what's the overall program look like? Yeah, it's, it's fairly simple. Um, the program itself... Uh, initially was created in the online environment, so it's a, a website um, using uh, Moodle, which is, uh, as many people know, um, public domain uh, education software that we have tweaked to the nth degree. I have a, a volunteer who's been working with us from the very beginning who has taken and coded his little heart out, and we have this amazing site, I think. Um, anyway, uh, there's 24 modules. Uh, the 24 modules are, are short. Uh, sit-down sessions that you can work through with a mentor. The mentor is uh, locally is a local person from your own ministry area, if possible, uh, and they help to walk through the program with you in a journey of learning and reflection, uh, prayer. So the mentors are really key to this program. We could have just printed a book and translated it into 50 languages and shipped it off, but yeah, I think the mentors are the key to the program, and it's not often easy to get your mentors selected, first of all, sometimes, and trained. Um, and, and that, I would say, is probably the area we want to focus, I focus on the most, is, is really trying to encourage uh, and train um, mentors. Uh, I have a mentor training workshop this afternoon. I'm just looking forward to these, these three new mentors that are, that are just excited about getting going and helping their union. So... Um, the program itself is, is fine. We're going to start uh, 
tweaking it a bit more to bring it into the 21st century in terms of some video and some uh, some more contemporary things because it's it's been 10 years now and the program is still fresh and relevant but we want to actually bring it even further now um, for accessibility um, it can be done on a mobile phone it can be done on iPads or whatever you've got a tablet we try to make it really accessible um, and then there's a lot of sessions live sessions are came out of a request from Croatia actually Croatia uh, Croatian Baptists hadn't had uh, youth leadership training for almost 20 years during the war in former Yugoslavia uh, there was no time for training of youth leaders and um, the youth director at the time was a, a good friend and a former student uh, she shared uh, her need to bring people together. She wanted people physically together and said, could we do Horizons in a live setting? I said, and I never say no, everyone knows that. <laughs> well, I said, yeah, let's do it. And so we brought our first weekend gathering together and uh, 50 youth leaders came from all over. The, it's not a huge union. Uh, this was amazing. And the impact that came from that, that, that first gathering, which was not all about Horizons, it was about the Holy Spirit working through people. Mm. And and, and gathering and unifying uh, really spun off a training program that still goes today and they are meeting two or three times a year it's been six years now um, it's impressive what God is doing through through the Croatian Baptist Union mm-hmm. at one time so live live became very popular we've been doing live seminars now for quite a few years and uh, that that really has impacted a lot of what people are learning online as well. And then we have a Children's Horizons program as well now. It's only available in English. Uh, the youth program is available in uh, 11 languages now. Um, so it's all growing. It just sort of evolves. When I think back to the first day when we talked about offering some sort of program, it was on a napkin. You know, this is sort of what we could do. And now it's turning into this this uh, an amazing thing that God just keeps developing and, and taking further. That, that's really neat. And I know that those in Europe are very proud of you. The General Secretary, Tony Peck, is is extremely pleased with your work. Um, so that's that's really neat. And it's neat to hear the the growth and to hear the story from Croatia. That That's transformative and exciting. Uh, so now that these efforts are going beyond Europe and the Middle East, how do you see what's been so effective in these areas being translated for the rest of the world? Well, you know, the beauty of this, and the, the, the really the way I felt God's hand was in this, was that it's really not taking it to um, an extreme. It's a very natural outflow from what's been happening in Europe to taking it into um, the rest of, of the world, as it were. Uh, the funny thing is Horizons was the, the worst kept secret, I think, within the BWA because I was involved with the BWA uh, youth department for many years uh, on a couple of congresses and stuff. And as Horizons was developing in in Europe and I was sharing the story, people would say, oh, can we can we do that in our country? And, and I really wanted to. And I kept focusing on Europe because it was just developing in the program. But we've, we did sneak out a few, you know, we, we introduced Horizons to uh, Latin America and the Caribbean, and, and uh, I know now there's some deep interest in uh, Asia Pacific and uh, in Africa, so so the, the pump has been primed, um, and I just have to keep going where God is taking it. Yeah. Um, so it's a natural thing, it, it seems to be just um, 
it's not it's going to be scaled up of course but at the same time it, it seems to be flowing in such a natural way yeah that's exciting is are there possibilities for people to receive the material who struggle with internet connection we had developed an offline version um, that was a standalone and we don't have that now because we've had to upgrade several times there is talk of a print uh, print um, version of the program that we can try to set up in a PDF, but we haven't developed that yet. It would be something down the road. Sure. If the need is We actually had one situation where Horizons was, uh, when we did have the standalone, uh, it's, where, uh, it's a closed country where, where the mm. gospel is and um, the leaders took the material on in a in a form I, I won't share because it might tip off people, but they were able to sneak it in and basically use it as a standalone for their mm. youth leader country. So um, if there's a will, there is a way. That's sure. What I said. That's we, great. We will, That's really exciting. It, yeah. it's, and it's great to hear how, how open you are to developing and seeing and truly being contextual. I know that even being a person from the USA, my context in, in the mid-Atlantic and having grown up in the Northeast, but then having gone to university in the Deep South, those cultural contexts are worlds apart. Oh, sure. Even sure. in the same country. So, so yes. thank you for for taking that piece so seriously. I I personally appreciate that, and I know those who are receiving the training, whether they know it or not, will appreciate the training. Um, yes. So, how and when will the youth leaders be able to receive this training and engage with Horizons? Well, we we've always been running for the past uh, many years now so it's technically available now and um, great, great. we are we have a website it's bwahorizons.com and uh, people can go and look there we have people have to register unfortunately to get in uh, we don't have a demo version yet um, for security reasons and because of data and, and information that's shared within the program we've kept it locked down pretty tight because uh, there's certain apps that can go in and do whatever they want to, to mine information so so we have a registration only entrance but I, I think we are still uh, in development and looking at some sort of demo version that people can look at without having to register but if somebody wants to find out more they can certainly uh, register take a peek um, or even contact myself and, and uh, we can have a conversation about it that's great so it's B W A H O R I Z. O-N-S dot com. That's correct. All right. Jeff, thank you for your commitment to training youth leaders in our churches. How can your Baptist sisters and brothers around the world support these efforts? I think we really need need to make it a priority that young leaders um, should be in our prayers because uh, I think every generation has said in the past that these are difficult times for young people, but I think it would be safe to say these are extraordinary difficult times for young people to uh, navigate um, globally. I mean, the digital age has universalized youth culture in so many ways now, so that the youth of somebody in Tokyo could be going through the same thing as somebody's going in, in L.A. or, or in, uh, you know, in Toronto uh, or Mumbai. So, you know, in many ways we have to be lifting these young leaders up uh, do they feel alone are they supported um, they are in the front lines of working with youth and children today and uh, it's not easy for them because they're navigating their life story as well so yeah. so we just need to pray for them and pray for 
uh, encouragement and support them in any way we can. Thanks. And, and pray for you and for your family, Jeff. Thank you. Thanks. Brothers and sisters, let us give thanks for the many youth leaders who have been trained and for the young people whose lives have been transformed by God's work in and through Horizons and in and through Jeff Carter. Please share this good news with leaders you know. This has been a gift from Global Baptists. If you know someone whose ministry story is worth sharing, please email us at mej at bwanet.org. mej at bwanet.org. Join us next time as we hear another story from around the world. This podcast was recorded at the office of the Baptist World Alliance in Falls Church, Virginia, in the United States. Music and editing by Pete Cowett. Please visit us at www.bwanet.org.